Hello, and welcome to the sixth episode of the Personal Finance Podcast. Please be sure to follow the Personal Finance Podcast Instagram at Personal Finance Podcast 80 as well. You can also follow the Twitter page for updates on the Personal Finance Podcast at Personal Finance on Twitter. All right, now let's get into today's episode. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about 10 simple ways, 10 simple tips and tricks of how you can improve your credit score. So the first thing is to pay your bills on time. So when lenders review your credit report and request a credit score for you, they are very interested in knowing how reliably you pay your bills. That's because your past payment performance is usually considered a good predictor of future performance. So banks will see, you know, how how you've uh, paid your payments before and based on that they'll make an a guess of whether or not your future payments will be on time. You can positively influence this credit score by factor by paying all your bills on time as agreed every month. Paying late or settling an account for less than what you originally agreed to pay for can negatively affect credit scores. You'll always want to pay all bills on time, not just credit card bills or any loans you may have, such as auto loans, student loans, but also your rent, utilities, phone bill, and so on. It's also a good idea to use resources and tools available to you, such as automatic payments or calendar reminders to help ensure you pay on time every month. So if you're behind on any payments, then bring them as current as soon as possible. Although late or missed payments appear as negative information on your credit report for seven years, their impact on your credit score declines over time. Older late payments have less effect than more recent payments. Okay, so the second thing is get credit for making utility and cell phone payments on time. If you've been making utility and cell phone payments on time, there's a way for you to improve your credit score by factoring those payments into um, free products and uh, software. So if you wanted to do that, you could search search it up online. Um, I did. I was going to list a specific product, but I've decided not to as... You can do your own. Re- you could do your own research as an individual and see if there's any product out there like that. So through this new opt-in product, consumers can allow uh, this product to connect to their bank accounts to identify utility and telecom payment history. And so after the consumer verifies that data and confirms that it wants to be added to this product's credit file as an updated FICO score, it will be delivered in real time. So the third thing is. Pay off debt and keep balances low on credit cards and other other revolving debt. Other revolving credit, pardon me. The credit utilization ratio is another important number in credit score calculations. It is calculated by adding all your credit card balances at any given time and dividing that amount by your total credit card limit. For example, if you typically charge about 2000 each month and your total credit limit across all your cards is 10000 your utilize, utilization ratio is 20%. So to figure that out, your average credit card utilization ratio, uh, to look at, to figure that out, look at all your credit card statements from the last 12 months. Add the statement balances from each month across all your cards and divide by 12. That's how much credit you use on average every month. 
Now, lenders typically look to see how low ratios of 30% or less and people with the best credit scores often have very low credit utilization rates. A low credit utilization rate tells lenders you haven't maxed out your credit cards and are likely know how to manage credit cards as well. You can also positively influence your credit utilization ratio by paying off debt and keeping credit card balances low and becoming an authorized user on another person's account as long as they use the credit card responsibly as well. So the fourth thing is apply for and open new credit cards only as needed. So don't open new accounts just to have a better credit mix. It probably won't really improve your credit score. It probably may not even improve it at all. Unnecessary credit can harm your credit score in multiple ways from creating too many hard inquiries on your credit report to tempting you to overspend and accumulate debt. Now, the fifth thing is don't close unused credit cards. So keeping unused credit cards open as long as they're not costing you money in annual fees is a smart strategy because closing an account may increase your credit utilization ratio and owing the same amount but having a fewer accounts open may lower your credit scores. Now, the sixth thing is don't apply for too much new credit resulting in multiple increase. So opening a credit card can increase your overall credit limit. But the act of applying for a credit creates a hard inquiry on your credit report. Too many hard inquiries can negatively impact your credit score. Though this will f- uh, this effect will would fade over time, hard inquiries remain on your credit report for two years or more. Now, the seventh thing is, despite any inaccuracies on your credit dispute, pardon me, any inaccuracies on your credit reports. You should check your credit reports at all three crediting bureaus that are in your local area and for any inaccuracies. Incorrect information on your credit reports could drag your scores down and you should always verify that the accounts listed on your reports are correct. If you see any errors, dispute the information and get it corrected right away. Monitoring your credit report on a regular basis can help you spot inaccuracies before they can go to damage and cause any further harm. You know, whether you're applying for something and then you see that there's a mistake, but they had to use it. So then you may get you may not be approved for that loan or that down payment or that mortgage. So it's always important to uh, keep up to date with any inaccuracies that there may be. Now, the eighth thing is how long does it take to rebuild a credit score? Let's talk about that. That's the eighth tip. And, you know, um, improving your credit score, rebuilding it back up. So if you have negative information on your credit scores, credit reports, such as late payments or a public record item, bankruptcy or too many inquiries, you should pay off your bills and wait. Time is your ally in improving your credit score. There's no quick fix for bad credit scores. The length of time it takes to rebuild your credit history after a negative change depends on the reasons behind the change. And most negative changes in credit scores are due to the addition of a negative element to your credit report, such as delinquency or collection account. These new elements will continue to affect your credit scores until they reach a certain age. Now, most public record items remain on your credit report for 7 years, although some bankruptcies may remain for 10 years. Rebuilding your credit and improving your credit score takes time. There are no shortcuts to this. Start improving your credit by checking your FICO score uh, from different databases, not databases, but from different programs that can help you rebuild this. You can search those up online and the individual factors affecting your credit score as well. Then learn 
more about how to build your credit score to improve your scores and if you need help with credit mistakes from your past you can learn more about credit repair and how to fix your card you know many different banks will also be willing to help you um you can sit down with an advisor and they also may be interested in helping you now the eighth thing eighth thing Ninth thing is establishing or building your credit scores. So let's talk about more about this. So if you simply don't have a credit score because you have little experience or history with credit, you're likely to have a thin credit file. That means you have very few or if any credit accounts listed on your credit reports, typically one to four. So generally, this means that a bank lender is unable to calculate a credit score because there is not enough information in a user's credit history to do so. And there are things that you can do to fatten up your credit file, such as applying for a secured credit card, becoming an authorized user on someone else's credit card, or taking out a credit builder loan. So the next thing is, the ninth thing is, how changes affect scores? So one common question involves understanding how specific actions will affect a credit score. For example, will closing two of your revolving accounts improve your credit score? While this question may be may seem easy to answer, there are many factors to consider in answering this question. Credit scores are based entirely on information found on an individual's credit report. Any change to the credit report could affect the credit score. Simply closing two accounts not only lowers the number of open revolving accounts, but it also decreases the total amount of available credit. That results in a higher utilization ratio, also called the balance to limit ratio, which generally lowers scores. One change can affect many items on a credit report. It is impossible to provide completely accurate assessment of how one specific action may affect a person's credit score. This is why the credit risk factors provided with your score are important. They identify what elements from your credit history are having the greatest impact and so that you can take appropriate action where it's needed. So now the 10th tip is what you may not know about your credit score. Credit score and credit scoring involves complex calculations and the more you know about how credit reports and credit scores work, the more you can take control of your own credit. In addition to knowing the most important factors considering in credit scoring, it can also be helpful to know a few other facts about credit reports and credit scores. These components tend to be the most important. So negative information on your credit report can lower your credit scores. That information remains on your credit report for a set period of time. So for example, late payments appear for seven years from the date you first missed a payment. Paying off a collection account won't immediately remove it from your credit report. Bankruptcies can remain on your report for seven to 10 years, depending on the type of bankruptcy. The good news is all negative information and eventually will eventually cycle off your credit report until it does. Focus on the things you can possibly influence, including paying off all your bills on time. You don't need to carry a monthly credit card balance to build your credit history. You can pay off your credit card credit card bills every month that positively affect your credit standing. Settling accounts for less than the full amount you owe can harm your credit scores. Any time you fail to repay a debt, as you originally agreed, it can negatively affect your credit. That said, the negative impact of settlement is less than the negative effect of not paying debt at all and declaring uh, bankruptcy. 
So a good credit score can open doors for you from helping you qualify for the best interest rates and terms where you borrow money to influencing how much you will pay for life insurance. Some might be doors you never even dreamed existed. Landlords will also consider your credit scores when you apply for rent and even telecom companies might look at this before you lease your next smartphone. Considering how credit scores are to your overall financial well-being, it's wise to it's wise to everything you can ensure yours are as good as possible. Regularly checking your credit reports and following these 10 simple tips are the critical first steps into improving your credit score on a daily basis. When you check your credit score from from any database or not database, but any company that provides you with a credit score that you can use to um, for educational purposes, you'll see a list of specific factors that are affecting it. Focusing on these factors first is the best way to start improving your credit scores. Thank you for listening to the to this episode of the Personal Finance Podcast. I hope you learned 10 new tips of how you can improve your credit score with simple ways. Be sure to download the podcast and share it with others. Hopefully you learned something new in this episode that will help you improve on your personal finance skills. Thank you for listening to this episode.